The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat, host of Pardon My Take, and voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Barstool Big Cat brought to you by our guy, R.J. Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices. If you need a personal injury attorney, give our guy, R.J., a call. 312-321-1111. He's the best in the business. It's also brought to you by Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com. And a portion of the proceeds goes to Pause Chicago. You hear Barstool Big Cat each and every Tuesday at 4 o'clock. And he joins us right now to hold us and to comfort us and to swaddle us. Waddle's got a headache and it's been a 48-hour head- headache, Barstool Big Cat. What can you do to help him? I got two names. Caleb Williams, Jim Harbaugh. Okay. All right. That's it. That's it. Maybe third name Marvin Harrison Jr. That's it right okay. there. Okay. You could do That's worse than that. Come back. Yeah. L- listen, it's uh that was I know we talked last week and it was like, "Hey, I think they're going to be in this game." No. That was <laughs> Were pathetic, you drunk? Were you, were you drunk? When you I said was not that? drunk. I was oh. working. I okay. work. No days off. Okay. I well, I mean, have you never? I've. I think I've seen you work when you have actually consumed alcohol. No, no. Come on. Some days I got to work all day. I got to okay. watch all the football. Gotcha. And uh, you know, watch a, a, a great noon. Yeah, it is. It's hard life. It's hard life. You guys wouldn't be able to walk a day in my shoes watching all the football <laughs> all day. You guys go out and get fresh air. Oh, there's many times on Sundays, especially in like September, where I, I like peek my head out and I'm like, "Ooh, it's pretty nice outside." Oh well, I'm not going to be outside today. Uh, but yeah, it's bad. This is bad. I, I feel like we've. I hope we've hit rock bottom. I don't no, no, know. No, 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 I think no. we could maybe go lower. Rock bottom has to, big cap, rock bottom would have to be at the end of Sunday if, in fact, a team that just got boat raced 70 to 20 comes to your building and beats you in your own building. That, to me, would be rock bottom, not after getting but, beaten by the Chiefs. Okay, so I'm going to disagree, and here's why. I think last week was rock. I think the Chiefs was rock bottom. And now I've completely shifted my brain. I know it's way too early to do this, but it's where we're at. It's draft time. So if the Bears lose to the Broncos on Sunday, hey, we're, we're on pace. That was, that was what I had to do to comfort myself. I was like, what happened on Sunday? Okay, the Bears lost to the Chiefs. We knew that was going to happen. Let's pretend that the score doesn't matter. They just lost a game to the Chiefs. We thought that was going to happen before the season. Right. It happened. The Cardinals won a game, and the Panthers lost again. So I don't know what it is right now. I think that if we lose to the Broncos and the Vikings can get on the win column, we would be one and two. So now this is, hey, look, things are looking up again. I, again, I, I'm, I'm sad that it happened so early. I know. It's so early. Yeah, this, prob- this probably it, it, has happened more frequently than I'm acknowledging, but what was the last time the same team had the first pick in the draft in consecutive years, if that's the case? Oh, man. I, yeah, it's. 
or it's the a good question. or, or the one and two pick. Did, when when did Indy that year have one and two? When no, I don't think anyone's had one and two before. I know that the Browns had like one and four or two and five or something. But yeah, we we deserve it. We're historically bad. We deserve it. Like we are a joke of a team. And, and look, I know you're doing the spin zone and you're trying to make you feel better and us feel better. But man, the end of September when we were just going yeah. through the whole off season of trying to like be optimistic after all the moves, it's awfully early to try and get your mind into the off season. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't want to bring everyone down. There's it's too early for left. this. It's too early. The question I have for you guys, um, do you think that this, you know, we've been hurt many times. Do you think that this one will have lasting power where we won't be able to get as excited? Because I keep thinking back, and I know we, we talked about this last week, and you guys disagree, but you got to get excited about your team. But I do think back to August, and I'm like, why, why, why was I this excited? Why, wh- like, you're stupid. You're, you've been through this before. Why are you getting your hopes up? to an insane level that only to watch yourself crash and burn yet again. I See, I refuse to fall for that. I don't say you're stupid, they're stupid. That's why I'm going to why? use the four-year-old argument. You're We're not stupid, I'm they're stupid. It's their, I'm blaming them. Like, Waddle tried, to, Waddle tried no. to say that I'm the jinx, that I took my kids to the Tampa game and to this game. And no, now I, I'm you're, the, the, you're the jinx because... I'm not the jinx, they're the jinx. You're now the host of the pregame show and the halftime show this year. And they were like, bad long before bad. that. By the way, I just found out uh, my memory probably is obviously not very good. The Jacksonville Jags had the number one pick in 2021 and 2022. So it happened Ooh, very recently. All of our memories. Not yeah. the, they had back-to-back number one picks. Okay. I don't know about Without having them. number one and two. Not sure. Yeah, and they're in, they were in the playoffs last year. But, I, Sylvie, you, you're, you were stupid. Stop. We're, we're not. It's not us. Yeah, it's we them. Are. We're stupid. It's not us. We're stupid. We did it again to ourselves. See Even what the they're making us do? We're, they're making us take the blame. You're blaming the stove you, right you, now, you, aren't you? You're blaming the stove instead of yourself. It's you not put your hand touching the stove. We, we Stop touching the stove. Don't touch the stove, buddy. And we don't touch the stove. Don't be the pregame right stove touching stove host we as well. We touched the mid stove, and then we touched, and then we're like, "Ooh, this stove might be not that hot." And then we did it again. <laughs> the, 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 the charts that people are showing, where it's like it's literally the same player, Fields and, and, and Trubisky. It's like. It's heartbreaking. He's better than that. And this whole this whole Twitter like what X, whatever the algorithm they have, all I see is just people just you just, trashing this, the Bears. You just, I hope that we you're get so con- bad that we could just move on. I gotta lay down. You're just convincing yourself over there. You just said like with a condescending tone to your voice. He's better than Mitch. He, he is, in what way? He's be- he's got more skill yeah, than in Mitch. what way? In he's, what way, Sylvie? He, in what way? He's he, he's got more skill in every way than Mitch. I don't know if that's true anymore. I'm laying down. You, Hold you know on. What you're doing is you're you're still you're you still I'm in denial. you have an accepted reality. Yeah. Right. You need you know what no, you need. I know you they need, suck. You need a three pack of Tylenol, Mister. I, I I refuse to take the blame for this. This is not like uh, you're no. telling me like I'm a kid that is going next to a hot stove and continues to touch you. What am I supposed to do? Not touch the stove. Stop touching it. Stop touching the stove. I'm not supposed to watch the Bears? 
Don't touch the stove. No, what am I supposed time, to do? Next time, maybe, you know, like a little tap of the, of the stove. That's my point. Maybe don't a little, sit ooh, on maybe the stove. Yeah. Don't sit maybe on the stove. <laughs> yeah, we laid down on the stove. <laughs> Put my junk on the okay? stove. And we've done right. it like so many times. So maybe all we have to do, this is all I'm saying, is like, we maybe we just like little tap, little tap on the stove. Yeah, being the, like, "Ooh, is this hot?" You know, don't don't the, just jump. The minute the stove turns on, we 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 literally lay down on it, and we're like, "Why are we burned again?" Yeah, this don't is crazy. Don't drop your junk on the stove even for a split second. Okay, I think it's cool. I think it's time to put my junk on the stove again. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! My balls! <laughs> no, shame on you, buddy. Shame on you. You need to also, Sylvie, you need to, I, I can sense in your voice you haven't accepted it. You need to accept it because we got to get back quickly. This is, this is a coping mechanism, but if you accept it, you get back to a point where you can't be hurt, and that's where I'm at. So, like, people just trashing the Bears and saying, like, your team stinks. I, I'm the first one to admit they stink. So, yeah. like, you can't hurt. I'm taking the power away. You, it's the only way to survive in this league. We can't do anything else. If you try to fight it, you're gonna you're gonna die fighting it. No, you gotta just accept that they stink. It's okay. it's true. Like, and, and you know what I'm looking forward to, guys. Well, I'm not looking forward to this. A actually. Sunday off after the Thursday night game. <laughs> Is that what you're yeah. looking for? A chance to lay down on a Sunday and not have to <laughs> maybe, think about baseball. I, I haven't thought that far down the road. I was just thinking about the difference in and they haven't. This is going to be their second home game. The difference in atmosphere between when I, I went to the game on the first home yep. game and everybody's so excited for the Packer game, I'm going to their second home game. And the atmosphere of Bears fans coming into our stage Maybe a bit different. is going to be completely different and, and ready for that game. No one, you're right, Big Cat, because I think everyone who's going to come up to our stage is going to look at me and say, Selvi, we suck. Yeah. Yeah, we're, it's it's a completely different vibe. We're a hundred thousand dollars lighter in lawnmower equipment. Like it, it's a totally different thing. <laughs> uh, it's good point. It was a bad everything. week, wasn't it? It was a really bad week. <laughs> who's doing that? Who it do you think? Bad week. Who's the culprit? Like who's going into Soldier to steal Somebody lawnmower that's got a lawn equipment? Business maybe Alan Williams. I, maybe no, Alan wow. Williams. Mellor, like I got to I got to take some yeah, with wow. me. Yeah, Alan Williams said, "Hey, I, I need a retainer here." Let me get a couple John Deere's on my way out. <laughs> By the way, who else is hoping that Russell Wilson and Sean Payton wrestle on the Broncos sideline at some point in tomorrow and Sunday? Show game? some fire. We I could use know. a little I fire. Think, yeah, I think they're. That's the thing is like they're a hurt team as well, but I think they have more talent as a hurt team. They do. Like they, they have the, more players. The hungry dog runs faster in the NFL. You're never as bad as you think you are. You're never as good as you think you are. I, I we no, I are think, as bad. Uh, yeah, as I was going to say we are. We are as yeah. Bad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think the Broncos are bad, but like they at least had leads in two of their three games, and you know Sunday was a different situation for them. But yeah, it's I have to get a tattoo when we lose to the Commanders. PFT and I made that bet in like in like July. What kind of tattoo and where? I don't know. I, I oh, listen, that's not good if you don't know where it's actually potentially going and what it's going to be. I might just have to manifest it and get a tattoo of Caleb Williams' face. Oh, that's good. Smaller your back? Yeah. Just be like, let's go. I have to, we have to have him now. It was funny. Like, we flew as a family to Kansas City. And um, right on United, as you're going, you know, from the B gates to the C gates as you go underneath, they had a United ad. And who's the spokesperson? Caleb is Williams. Caleb Williams. Yeah. 
And then oh, we Chicago. were flying to Kansas City. That's the face I saw as we were going to our Seagate was Caleb Williams on our way to a Bears road trip. I think that was a sign. Serendipity. By the way, I don't know if they've fixed it at all, but the Kansas City airport stinks. That is a trash airport. I, One I, of the worst. We thought it was We maybe they did fix it. I don't know. It, I, it was nice for us. Been, yeah, I haven't been in like four or five years, but it, when I went, it was like a Greyhound terminal. Nothing, so like the I, Den- <laughs> nothing like the Denver airport that makes you think you walk into some some strange story. Yeah, yeah, the Denver airport. I, we rate airports on our show, so well, that's... Where's the, Den- where the Denver airport rated? Creepy? The Denver airport got a good rating. Actually, the best rated airport we've done is Indianapolis. Great airport. Really? Hmm. Yeah. That's because nice you airport. were so happy to get out of Indy that you would have given it whatever number you wanted to get. Oh, is that why? Yeah, probably. Got a good airport. Hey, He's got a good airport. On a scale yeah. of 1 to 10, how likely, 10 being most likely, how likely is it that you will talk yourself into betting on the Bears Sunday against no, the Broncos? No, no, done. I'll, I'll take totals. Never, I, I didn't, I, I took the, I ended up not taking the Bears. I took the over, which they thankfully, you guys mentioned the Tampa Bay game, what was it, last year or the year before, where it was uh, similar, where it was such a drubbing. You're like, are we going to get the over here? Because I don't think they're going to play any in the fourth quarter. We did get it on Sunday. I'll probably take the over again this Sunday. I will not bet on the Bears. The fact that we were a two-and-a-half-point underdog to a team that just got 70 put on them, and then the line moved to three and a half is insane. That's how bad the Bears are. So how many points are you expecting the Bears to score? Because this is a team that just allowed 70, albeit to a great Miami team. But remember, Washington, who just scored three this past week, scored 30-plus points on Denver the week before that. So how many points are you expecting the Bears' offense to score? I think we'd probably score like nine, nine or ten. <laughs> if we're being honest, that's the part two. Tell me a game where you lose 41 to 10 in the NFL and your quarterback doesn't have over 100 yards thrown. Yeah, man, like, I said this yesterday. Yeah. That you should have 450 yards thrown because you should be throwing the entire game. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. So sad. By the way, the Denver Broncos defense is allowing 458 yards and 41 points per game. How many will we yeah. get? How, ba- how many? Well, we haven't scored how more many than tw- we haven't scored more than 20 points offensively since week 11 of last year. How many yards? 458. They're allowing. Uh, I listen. Uh, I, I think that I think that this team is actually a team that does have a few playmakers and will find a way to have yeah. a, a a fairly decent effort against us next this coming week. So I'll say yeah, 275 yards. The best player on the field. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 175. <laughs> I'll go 275. <laughs> I'm going 275, uh, which is 25 yards more than their average. It's crazy. Why well, isn't Justin Fields just running? I don't understand that as well. And now I'm just getting re mad. You guys, this is what you guys do to me. I get to every Sunday. I go through a depressing cycle, and then Monday morning I wake up and I'm like, look, you got a good life got a family, yep. everyone's healthy, yep. like, just put it into perspective. And then I get on the phone with you guys at 4 yep. o'clock on Tuesday, yep. and I just get re-mad, and then I go home, and I bring it home, yep. and I'm yelling at everyone, and they're like, what's wrong, Dad? It's like, nothing they did. It's just, we can't score. Well, well you, I mean, listen, you ask, from? you ask, why? Uh, uh, listen, the NFL defenses, whether it's Spags or it's, it's Todd Bowles. They know what the Bears' offense is most equipped to do, so they kind of game plan for it, and it takes some of that Just away. Run. 
Just I, run. I, I know, Just but run. They're, they, they, that's what they're thinking as well. Okay, so then answer me this. Why last year the Giants go to the playoffs, they have not a great roster. Uh, Daniel Jones runs the ball. They, they almost to a point where it's like the theory is, hey, he's on his last year of his contract. We don't care if he gets injured. How are they able to scheme up running when everyone knows they're going to run the ball? Are they doing that this How? year? They, they did against the Cardinals in the second half. Yeah, they didn't do it against the Niners. The Niners yeah. are on another level. But, like, they, how, how are other offenses able to scheme stuff open to a level that just looks like – I just – I would love to see a guy open. Yeah. I would, I would love too, to because there weren't many guys open Sunday in Kansas City. No, and there I, were, there I, I were no, wait a second. There, yeah. w- there yeah. were against Tampa, and they w- there were against Green Bay, but there were significantly fewer moments of open receivers not being thrown to against Kansas City yesterday or to Sunday. So we look so slow on offense. We look so soft on defense. Yeah, yeah it's a good way to put it. Slow on offense, soft on defense. As Dan Hampton once said to me, "Kid, small, slow, and friendly is no combination for the National Football League." Yeah, that's right. why we need Jim Harbaugh. Man football. Man Let's play football. some man football. Man football. Someone would have how, a problem Do you know how many black rim glasses would be sold and how many khakis oh. would, be, would be sold? It would almost be like a revisiting of the Ditka era where yeah. you know everyone had the fake mustache and the bad bears sweaters. Just win. But, uh, well, that's true. Start a GoFundMe. Well. I'll, I'll chip in. I'll chip in for Jim Harbaugh. We got to chip in. Like, that's another thing. Like, blaming yeah. us for the losses, and now we got to chip in for the coach? Jeez. I mean, like, I will, how about we like, blame them in. and have them pay for the coach? I'm just saying I'm willing to chip in. How about we're having this conversation, and we're not even through the first month it's of the season, games. and we were expecting this team to show significant improvement across the board. Most important season. I you called it the uh, most important season in Bears. Maybe ever. Yeah. Ever, in Bears. Yeah. I call, I called, I've had two most important games in franchise history already. It's week three. <laughs> uh, what, so were, were you sick of the uh, Taylor Swift uh, a conversation, or could you not get a, enough of the Taylor Swift conversation? I I dip my toes in. Swifties are pretty mad at me. Um, I got upset that Swifties were thinking that Travis Kelsey is below Taylor Swift. I did throw out the argument that t- Travis Kelsey is better at his profession playing tight end in the National Football League than Taylor Swift is as a musician. Wow. That's a, that, that didn't go over well. That's a hot take. Oh, my. But it's also fact. It's also fact. Because is Taylor Swift, like, Travis Kelsey, do you want to say he's the second best tight end ever? Okay. You want to say Gronk's number one? That's fine with me. You want to say he's the best? I could probably, if he plays for a few more years, he might be the best. Is Taylor Swift the best musician ever? I don't think so. Hmm. Make a it's lot fair. of facts. It's fair. Um, she is going to, I think her, 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 Tour this this year is going to gross a billion dollars, isn't it? Yeah, like what? Oh, like, that's that's or successful. You know, do you know how much money the NFL makes every year? Because a lot more than that. I did the numbers. Taylor Swift has, has sold, I don't know, like uh, maybe two million tickets on her well, tour. Well, wait a second. I thought this was Taylor Swift versus million. the entire NFL. Yeah, you got to go Kelsey versus the, the, the no, Swift no, 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 stuff. No, no, no. I get to decide how I debate oh, yeah, that's 18.8 million people went to NFL games last year. Also, just a little fact for you. Hey, did you see Taylor Swift when she came through? Dilby? Not this time, the last time. Okay. Um, where'd you see her? Soldier. Oh, weird. 
a football stadium? <laughs> Sounds like she needs football more than anyone else. She's playing in football stadiums. They're not just they're not they're not concert stadiums. They're football stadiums. Swifties are going to come after you again. Yeah, they're going to come. I don't you. care. I, you know what? They can't because all of my facts are exactly. Yeah, they can't argue with that fact. When people come after you on social media or elsewhere, they usually aren't worried about facts. Like, when was the last yeah, time that facts really rang true that. on social media? That's true. Neither am I. Taylor Swift also never done the Super Bowl halftime show. Huh. Maybe she'll get to be a big enough star someday that she'll be invited to do that. You're you're asking for it. Like that crowd can yeah, be off the rough. Care. Yeah. Listen, I have to fight for football. If you, you got to pick a, if you guys are going to bow down to the Swifties, then they're going to take our sport, and you're going to be like, "How did this happen?" I'm like, "I told you." Listen, the only thing I can say is it was moderately entertaining to hear the conversation about her and Travis Kelsey in the midst of a complete and total blowout. I loved it. I mean, I was there. I was looking for her. I mean, that game I was very was, excited listen, to be there. Listen, it was what? Was it 41 nothing when they finally they called off the dogs after two and a half quarters? Was it 41 yeah, nothing? See, I was there, so I don't know when they took the game off the air. No, no, I mean when the, the Kansas City Chiefs took their starters oh, off when the they field. Took, yeah. When they called those when, dogs off. When they off. called the oh, dogs 41 off. 41 nothing. But like, that was, that's the ultimate insult that Travis Kelsey, we are an FCS program that you schedule in September. She's yes. like, oh, my new girlfriend, I want to look good for her. Let's go to the Bears game. Yeah, this was a home. We were a homecoming no team. We're a homecoming, <laughs> we're homecoming team. team. We are. We're we a homecoming are. team. We're, we're McNeese State. Yes. Alabama gets McNeese State. Yes. Listen. So sad. But it's true. I got to tell you this, it's though, true. Big Cat. I'm not. I, I, maybe summer. I'm the only one that feels this way. I felt worse after the Green Bay loss than I did about the, after this one because I, I I knew that this was going to be a boat racing. Kansas City is you know hadn't really gotten on track offensively. We aren't very good. Our defense is bad. We don't get to quarterbacks, and our secondary was banged up. Like this, I didn't have any hope that this was going to end even moderately well. No, you're right. I, I, I the way I described it is after the Packers lost, I was depressed. After the Bucks lost, I was angry. Yes. After the Chiefs lost, I was apathetic. Yeah, defeated. That's That's yes. it. Yeah. Those are the three emotions that I've gone through, and so to be at apathy week three is pretty tough. And that is by far, I think we all agree, that is the worst emotion that any franchise can feel from any of their fans is apathy. Especially in week yeah. three. At any time, right. but in week three of a football season, this is the parody, fo- this is the parody uh, sport. This is a sport where every team can last go from to first. last to first. Or last, go from last to last. Laster. Go from last, <laughs> last to laster. To <laughs> we spent money. We spent money, oh too. Oh, my God. Like, where are these guys? Uh, it's, it's bad. What's your emotion on the Cubs entering this last uh, stretch of the season here, the last week of the season? I was feeling a lot better uh, yesterday, and then I was doing some research, and I didn't. I thought for some reason I just kind of misremembered it. I thought we had at least one tiebreaker over someone. No, just the Giants. No tiebreaker. No. Yeah, over no, no tiebreakers for you. Confused. Yeah. For some reason, I thought we had it over the Marlins. I knew we didn't have it over the Diamondbacks. So, and then I was like, "Oh wow, we really like this is big." Now the Braves feel like they're not. You know, they, they've already got everything clinched and and. Their best starters are resting or hurt, um, but yeah, we got to win these games. Like, if we don't win these games and we don't get a little extra baseball, like this is going to get even more depressing. 
Tonight, tonight is, I mean, they're all basically now must-wins because you don't have the yeah, tiebreaker. Yeah, they're all must-wins without but, tiebreakers. Yeah, yeah you're, you're one up on the Marlins right now, but it's must-win. It's the biggest game of Justin Steele's career. He has had a great season, but he's coming off of two of, of, of really down performances. And now he's got to see what he's got left in the tank and leave it all out there tonight. Yeah, I think he's a dog. He's a dog. Would you say right now, I mean, is this a no-brainer, but I was having this discussion the other day, like Hendricks is definitely, if we get to the wild card, he's the number one. Hendricks or Steele? I think Hendricks is. I trust him the most. No. And Steel I love Justin still is. Steele, but he's, Steel's, he, it feels like he hit a little bit of a wall. Well, I mean, he's at two top I'm still going to the... Your life is on the line. You don't trust Kyle Hendricks more than anyone. I do. Not than Justin. Justin Steele's top okay. three uh, Cy Young candidate this year. I understand, but but Kyle Hendricks has been there. He's done it. I, I love know. Justin Steele. I, I think he'll be great. And I'm just saying, like, I Kyle Hendricks is is my guy. Me too. I it's love been Kyle five Hendricks. Years and since he's pitched. Sounds like in he's that not your guy. Level, right? <laughs> yeah, sounds like he's not your guy. Sounds like you hate Kyle Hendricks. Justin Steele is more my guy <laughs> presently. And uh, by the Career Achievement Award to Kyle Hendricks. How's that? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like you don't like Kyle Hendricks. I got it. <laughs> All right, Big Cat. Enjoy. All right. Stress-free. All right, see you guys. See you. All right. I love Bye. it. I love that guy. Uh, and and uh, Kyle Hendricks, too. Yeah, but I love that guy, too. But he's not my number one. No, I mean, you give the ball to Justin Steele. <laughs> Did he have a brain fart there? I, I don't think so. I think that's how he rocks. 312-332-3776 if you want to have a conversation. I do want to I, – I, I've heard a lot of talk about Jalen Carter. And I think some people are forgetting some stuff about Jalen Carter. He is awesome currently. But I think we're forgetting some stuff. And I wanna I wanna have a conversation to see where we all are. Let's uh let's get to that coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Come on in. So I was watching the uh, Monday Night Football games last night. I was still in Kansas City with a family. And uh, you had the two Monday Night games on. You like that? You like that? Yes and no. It's. It, I know that's that's weird. Um, I don't know. Like it, there, there's moments I do. Like when there's one bad game on, I like having the option of going to the other. I'm not gonna lie. I was less excited last week when the two games I believe were Carolina and New Orleans and the Browns and the Steelers. This week, I was a little more interested in Cincinnati and the Rams and obviously the Bucks and the Eagles. I thought this one was a little more titillating. It was. And, and then once the Eagles got in a roll, you went back to, you know, you had a closer game that yeah. wasn't that well played. I like I don't like when there's not enough good games on a Sunday, you know, when the I'm not like sure the, there's enough good teams right now or well, playing like, well. enough. Think about for the country. If you're not a Bears fan, what did the 325 games have in store for everybody? Would you have liked one of those games on at 325? The only game that was even moderately entertaining was the Cardinals and the Dallas game, and that was because right, right. the Cardinals were putting it on them. And, and um, there were only three games total, right, on at 325, yes. and that's before bye weeks here. Yeah. Yep. 
So I, I don't know a lot of times if there's enough games to go around on Sunday. Sometimes I, I wish they were more balanced on a Sunday. But anyway, um, Jalen Carter, again, was dominating. And, and that was the talk in our text chat. A lot of Bears fans were saying it. Again, boy, wouldn't it be great if Jalen Carter was on the Bears? Um, let's remember, Jalen Carter was, by many people who scouted the draft, probably rated as the most talented player. Regardless of position. Regardless of position. He was, by most people's mocks, the number one rated player. And then we were sitting there at the Combine, and that's when the warrant for his arrest came out. And so he was scheduled to speak. He never spoke. He had to fly back to Georgia, and he had to leave the Combine. Um, and then he, had to po- he posted that statement saying, look, um, I'm going to do everything to show you that I'm going to be a great football player. The Bears are the number one pick, and they eventually traded out of it. And they still could have taken him at nine. They elected to do trade down one spot and let the Eagles take him at nine uh, instead. The thing that I think people forget is, and this is my biggest issue with Jalen Carter, is even if you did your research about the off the field stuff about the drag racing, is after he left the combine, he said, I'm going to prove to everybody that I'm a better man. And then I'm a great football player. And in the two weeks after he the warrant went out for his arrest, he got out of football shape and he gained weight. So much weight in where his, his pro day happened at Georgia where he was not able to finish drills. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. So when you're a guy like Ryan Poles, and I will be happy to... Go after Ryan Poles for Valus Jones. I will be happy to talk about some of the misses that Ryan Poles has had. But here you are, you're trying to build a football team. And there's no doubt that the, the talent is there. But now Jalen Carter's got off-the-field issues. There has been many reports about his want for football going back to Georgia. Now he gets arrested. And then it's a chance for him to show everybody... I'm going to put my work ethic down and prove to everyone at my pro day that I'm focused on football. And what did he prove? Was the exact opposite was true. He gained weight and he wasn't even able to complete pro day drills. What's Ryan Pace? What's Ryan? Uh, get the get the whipped cream. Get the whipped cream. Do we have any whipped cream? What? I think it might have. We might have used it the last time. Well, you, we owe you one, or you owe us one. Fine. What's Ryan Poles supposed to do? <laughs> What's Poles supposed to do? Poles should have done what Pace had done, and he go go up and get your guy. Well, wait, wait, but but again, now now it's 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 easy for you to say, uh, and I know that it's I'm the one who always says the draft is hindsight. Anyone who always comes to me and say it's easy to say in hindsight. The draft in free agency is always judged in hindsight. But when it comes to these guys who have questionable work ethic and questionable character issues, when they have been littered with all these issues, and then you want them to prove to you that they are worthy of the spot, all you want them to show you is that they care. And he was just arrested. 
And all you want him to show you is he wants to play football. And instead, he proved the opposite. He got fat, and he wasn't even able to complete workouts at his own pro day. Bears weren't the only team that passed him up that had a need. Remember, the but, Seahawks were also right, one of those teams. Right. And then, look, like, I, I, for me, I, I understand why they did what they did. Uh, and if, in fact, Darnell Wright continues to be a, a, a very good player at right tackle and hopefully end up being a dominant player who goes to multiple Pro Bowls, that will make this pick even more acceptable to me. I get it. It's tough to sit back and watch what Jalen Carter's doing right now, but I understand why the Bears did what they did. Like That's all I'm asking is when it's your job on the line and there are all these issues, like Randy Moss, I always go back to the Randy Moss thing. They screwed that up, the Bears. But when Randy Moss flies into Chicago and he's supposed, he has character issues, and then you're like, we want to get to know Randy Moss. We want him to go out to breakfast with Walter Payton. And then he oversleeps his breakfast with Walter Payton. All you want him, who was his football idol. And then what do you do? What do you do then? Here's a guy with character issues. And then he can't even wake up on time to go out to breakfast with Walter Payton. Now you're supposed to think about your football future. So if Jalen Carter can't even complete football drills in his own pro day, How is he going to be a game changer for me with the Chicago Bears? How am I supposed to project him as a game changer when two weeks after his arrest, he can't even have the proper work ethic to get his body in shape with his future on the line to prove to all the scouts that I'm ready? I'm not here to make excuses for polls. It's been awful where the Bears are. 13 losses in a row. There haven't been a lot of good signings. Um, I've been a fan of polls, but I've been disappointed with the way a lot of these moves have turned out. But again, it's easy to sit here when you see Jalen Carter on Monday Night Football dominate. But if it's your job and you're watching Jalen Carter's fat ass not being able to finish pro day drills, how are you going to say, yeah, let's draft him? My one counterpoint to that, Sylvie, listen, everything you laid out, that was the safe route to go. You're right about that. I cannot argue that it wouldn't have taken... Is it safe or smart? Well, like, I mean, like, well, you, well, here's the thing, though. You, the counterpoint, you brought up the counterpoint. Randy Moss, I'll add Warren Sapp. There's been plenty of guys in the NFL draft who've had quote-unquote character issues. Did, who, did Warren Sapp ever get out of shape like Jalen Carter? Like, there were, there was, I don't know if Warren Sapp's motor ever stopped running ever. There were concerns that Jalen Carter didn't Certainly. love football. I don't think but that there was any you, concern about, about Warren Sapp loving would you, football. Would you guys agree, though, heading into the draft, basically anybody who does this for a living would, or would tell you the most talented player in this draft was Jalen Carter? Would you agree you, with you, that? For sure. Yeah. So, and, go ahead. So, my, my only point, and I, I'm not. Darnell Wright could end up being very good pick, but I just think Ryan Poles had had some runway hair because he did make the deal and he was sitting there at nine, so he wasn't taking Jalen Carter number one overall if he did that. I think that's where I would have liked to have seen him 
take a chance on the upside talent because going to that draft, it was the one thing where I said you have you have a few you have like a handful of guys who are defensive game wreckers in the league right now. Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, uh, T.J. Watt. That might be it. And I think Jalen Carter has a chance to be that type of impact player. And I, again, I haven't nothing I've seen from Darnell Wright makes me hate on the pick. I just wish you would have gone for the more the harder to find position. I know, and I get it. I and for the record, at the time, I did not have a do not draft on him. Nor did I, I was a fa- if if they deemed him okay, I was fine with it. But I'm just. I all I'm doing is reminding people that this wasn't like someone in the Twitch chat just said Sylvie wants a locker room full of good guys. I'm, absolutely not. I I have been the one who's saying I'm tired of just hiring good boys as the general manager and coaches. But when I'm if if you looked past the arrest, I was okay with that. But then when you double down on the arrest and then you get fat and you can't even complete drills, do you blame a guy for thinking, not only can I not count on his character, but now I can't even count on him to be in shape to play football and his coaches won't vouch for him. Remember, if you read the story about the Eagles drafting him, what went into that, the Georgia coaches won't even step up for him and vouch for him as a player and as a a person. So... With all that being said, it's very smart what you said, nine. It's almost like house money. You got DJ Moore, you traded down to nine. So if you do fail, at least you still have next year's Carolina pick and you have DJ Moore. So that's why I did not have do not draft on him. But I did understand at the time and why I'm not going to kill him today for for understanding why they didn't draft Jalen Carter. There was so much bad stuff. He was so winded and couldn't complete a drill that I'm like, all right, I get it. Yeah. Uh, look, I, it, as we've all said a hundred times as well, it was much easier for Howie Roseman to make that to make that pick. They were already coming off a Super Bowl appearance. Howie Roseman's got a Super Bowl ring. They've got a support staff inside that defensive locker room with guys he played with at Georgia or guys that had played with at Georgia. And if for whatever reason it doesn't go as well as they hope, that's not going to stick to Howie Roseman the way it would have stuck to to Ryan Poles. Yeah. This, this is retroactive, so, Sylvie. The one thing I'll say that's kind of made me, in retrospect, look at it and, and be more disappointed is I hate the fact that they're worried about the culture in this locker room. And, and the it's culture's as, bad. It's as bad as it is right now. No, like that, it's, it's starting to frustrate me. Like, you can't be this horrible and then be like, well, we can't bring in talented players because we've got to keep this culture together. What? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. That's a, To me, I just think it's food for thought. Uh, again, it's easy, again, to sit here and, and look at the talent now. But if it was your job on the line and all that was trending in that direction, what would you have done? Hey, by the way, they've got themselves a player in the trenches that looks like he's going to be a difference maker as well. Three three two three seven seven six. It's Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN one thousand, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN one thousand Chicago on Twitch TV or the Twitch app. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Let's go to Tony in Jersey. Tony, you're on Waddle and Sylvie. What's on your mind? Hey guys, 
in reference to um, Carter, I wanted to just say, when we first was looking at him and he had his off-the-field off antics, you know, dealing with the death and your, act, your responsible actions caused that. As a young person, it's hard to imagine how he's going to deal with that in the future. But generational talent, when he fell to us in the first, in the first round, at first I said, well, you know, those are things that we have to deal with as a team. And I was looking towards offense, offensive line. But when he fell to us, you get that generational talent in the building. Look what happened with Michael Jordan. He was a generational talent coming out of college. He did not go to first pick. Now, that's a regret that's going to last for the rest of these people's lives. They could have had him. I know, but you, you can't compare Jalen Carter and Michael Jordan. I mean, come no, on No, I'm not talking. I'm not, I'm not comparing them. I'm talking about the, the, the situation where you get that generational talent. Of course, he's not Michael Jordan. But you get that generational talent in the building, and you deal with the off-the-field off antics, off the antics. Then, if, that's, if you can't deal with that, then that's an indictment on the team, not the player. I think that that was a mistake. We should have brought him in and, and worry about – he's a professional athlete. He can get himself back into shape. Look, he did it. I think not getting him in the building was a mistake. Again, like it's up to him to get himself in shape for the, for the draft process. If he can't get himself in shape and motivate himself – for for like that's a job interview. When a guy like flunks a job interview like that, are you going to give him the job? Like it's easy for us to say now. More times than not, no. I mean, um, again, look, it's at this point, it looks like a bad decision on their behalf. But I don't. I'm not sweating them either for doing what they did. I understand what they did. I have bigger problems with other decisions yes. that they've made, but this one. Look, at the end of the day as well, if you find your right tackle for the next 10 or 12 years, that's a good pick. Listen, right now, Jalen Carter is the talk of the National Football League. We're three weeks into this. And you're right. It looks really good for the for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. I would just say let it play out a little bit before you come to a long-term conclusion. Seth and O'Hare, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Seth? Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Sylvie. Uh, that last caller, you know, a lot of these generational talents come in and they, like, have the infrastructure around them. Like, Randy Moss, in the instance you were talking about, he had Chris Carter there to nurture him and, like, you know, keep him in line and then keep him in check. Uh, Jalen Carter went to, you know, a team with Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and a lot of veterans there. And even a, guy, a lot of guys from Georgia there who are, you know, on his team um, who could keep him in check and keep his character in line. There's no guarantee that if Jalen Carter would have come here, he would have blossomed as he's blossoming right now. You know, a lot of guys think Patrick Mahomes, if he would have come here instead of Mitch Trubisky, that he would have turned and still been Patrick Mahomes. We don't necessarily have the infrastructure here, here in place, um, but I think that that's what the Bears need to focus on. I would uh, say go, this, and, though, Seth. I would say this. Like, I, I don't, I'm not ruling out that if, if Jalen Carter came to Chicago, he wouldn't be a force. I still think he'd be a force. There was just more risk attached to the decision for Ryan Poles than there was for Howie Roseman. Same way I believe that if, if personally myself, that if Patrick Mahomes was drafted by the Bears, he would still be a, a massive success. Right. Like the, the, the Mahomes thing, again, it's like the Michael Jordan stuff, though. Didn't come with all that baggage. Correct. Like it's such a different yes. scenario. I want to ask Potsy what he thinks. Mark Potash has been on the beat for 30 years now, basically, 25, 30 years. He has seen it all, and he has done something that I don't know if we've ever seen. Uh, in the Sun Times yesterday, he gave every position group 
an F. Is that a first for Potsy? I, I, we'll ask him, but it got a lot of attention, and uh, we love talking to Potsy. He's very good at what he does. We will get a Bears update from Potsy from the Sun-Times coming up next.